0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Some of the delayed primaries in states like Georgia and Florida saw long lines to vote. And in some cases, people decided not to vote. That was partly put in place because of new rules to deal with the coronavirus. But with the presidential election coming up in a few months there may be also a worry of whether we will see lower voting totals because of potential long lines. Gerard Cachon is uh, Vice Dean of Strategic Initiatives as well as Professor of Operations, Information, and Decisions at the Wharton School, and he joins us on the line right now. Gerard, thanks very much for your time. Hey, thank you. You have taken a deeper dive into looking at what impacts people's decisions to go ahead and go with their vote, especially in the instance of of having long lines, tell us what you what you looked at and what you found out.
1: Sure, thank you. Um, I didn't really focus so much on the individual voter's decision. What I focused in on was uh, the decision of the voting administrators about how they set up the voting process in a way that's going to influence the lines that the amount of time that people have to wait to vote. So. We looked at two different states, Florida and Georgia, with two different questions. Um, in Florida, um, how uh, over since 2004 to 2016 at the various elections, how the changes in the composition of the political parties um, influenced uh, how many polling workers were put in place and voting machines were put in place in Florida. And we were really interested in. The difference between uh, well, we were interested in finding out: is there any disparity uh, based on um, race or political affiliation? So, as a county became less white or became more democratic, how would that influence the uh, voting resources put in place? Um, and then in Georgia, we looked at a at a separate issue, which is that the the Voting Rights Act of Georgia. Um, well, the Voting Rights Act uh, was essentially eviscerated in 2013 by a Supreme Court decision in which they said that Georgia no longer needed to get uh, permissions from the Justice Department in order to uh, get, uh, um, to make changes to their, their voting process. And so they, between 2012 and 2016, they closed a lot of polling places. And what we mm-hmm. were curious about is how that polling place closure influenced the amount of time people had to wait at the polls in Georgia.
0: So let I guess let's start with Florida, because, uh, you know, Florida has had its issues over the course of time. And I, I, even, I guess, before the window that you looked at, uh, you know, there were people remember the hanging Chad incident in, in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah. and, and so there have been just questions, I think, about the process in general in the state of Florida. And you within your uh, within your research, you're able to determine that there was some impact, there was some effect on some of these changes made in terms of what resources were available in different parts of the state.
1: Right. So a lot of those uh, reports in Florida for long lines were um, in newspapers emphasizing that they oftentimes came out of counties with high minority populations that had to wait a long time, uh, Dade County in Florida, and things like this. And so, and then there's other research out there that shows that uh, it seems that if you are, minority voter you have to wait longer than if you are a white voter. But what um, my colleague and I, um, Dawson Call, he, he, we were interested in is it a racial issue or is it a party issue? Mm-hmm. And so Florida was unique in that we could tease out whether or not people are waiting longer because they are not white or because they tend to vote democratic. And the answer turns out to be that, As a county becomes more Democrat, as the percentage of registered voters for the Democratic Party increases in Florida over this uh, time period of 2004 to 2016, as they become more Democratic, they get fewer resources. Hmm. And as a result, uh, the voters in that county have to wait longer to vote. Um, Now, the reason why it's not quite a racial thing is because there's also evidence that suggests that young uh, white, educated uh, voters are tending to trend more in the Democratic Party, so even they uh, are experiencing longer waits, um, despite the fact that they're not a, a minority. Um, so it's, it's evidence that the parties are, you know, the parties obviously use, are competing with each other for their ideas, for yeah. their voters. Um, there's, it's been well-documented that parties will use things like gerrymandering, to, in order to get some advantages. What hadn't been documented was whether or not a party could try to make their opponents' voters wait longer, presumably with the interest of then having them more frustrated with the voting process so that they don't vote anymore.
0: <laughs> so by by saying the, the resources, uh, the 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 lower amount of resources you're talking about you know poll workers at the at the different locations or are you talking about the you know the actual physical machines what what areas specifically are you looking at
1: well we had direct data on poll workers and so yes they hire fewer poll workers as a county becomes more democratic but also counties you, know, you don't hire two poll workers and to operate fifty machines. You always you, you keep machines and poll workers roughly in balance. So right. we think of it as just the umbrella of um, polling resources. And you know over this time period, Florida has gained in population. so this this could actually be done in a way that's not so obvious. So you know county A uh, becomes uh, more you know uh, more Republican over time. They hire a few extra poll workers. County B uh, becomes more democratic over time. They keep the same number of poll workers, so it doesn't look like they've cut anything. But County B also had a 20 percent increase in population. So when you look at the number of poll workers relative to the number of potential voters, which is the, the critical metric, even if you don't cut a county, explicitly like you still hire hey, we still hire five poll workers like we all of us had yeah but the county is now 40 percent more people so you have yeah. effectively cut it um, So that's what we've, we've noticed
0: so in, in terms of Georgia you mentioned uh, the the Supreme Court decision and basically uh, the the state of Georgia and I guess different counties within the state of Georgia uh, being able to make changes without having to inform the Justice Department that these changes were, were going to be taking place correct
1: Correct. Yep. Um, so Georgia, the uh, Secretary of the State for the, running the elections uh, sent out a memo to all the counties saying, "We don't need any more approval from the Justice Department. Uh, please feel free to go ahead and close polling places uh, in order to save money." Uh, that was presumably the the, uh, the the reason why. And you know, uh, a state could decide you know how much they want to spend on voting if a state wants to. You know, have all its all its people, all its voters, wait a long period of time. I guess that's a choice of the state. Uh, what you don't want to see, though, of course, is that they're doing it in a way that uh, could advantage one party over another. Um, I mean, if we're all going to enjoy the pain, it should be all of us as opposed to uh, a <laughs> select few. Um, so what we did there is we we were able to use. Um, what's called in, 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 in econometrics is a difference in difference. We looked at the difference in time that Georgia voters had to do between 2012 and 2016, and there's a lot of other things that changed between that those times. So we needed a control to make sure that that difference that we're seeing is actually legit. So you look at the differences between what happened in Georgia and the control, which we turned out to be a great one, was South Carolina. So South Carolina also had... Uh, Rights Act eliminated for it. Um, but South Carolina has a law that says you can't close polling places. So South right. Carolina was not able to take advantage of Shelby versus Holder and close polling places. Georgia could, and that set up our experiment to be able to make this uh, comparison.
0: About 30 seconds left, Jar. What's your takeaway from, from, from both of these pieces of research?
1: Yeah, the takeaway is that Party, we're finding evidence that parties are using voter resource allocation uh, to influence how much people wait, presumably to influence the competition to advantage themselves. I don't see any reason why one party should have an advantage over another based on how long their voters have to wait. Um, you know, voter ID laws are controversial, but you know, you, everybody's against having fraud, gerrymandering, we have a system where locations have have to be represented. That's all, there's some pros and cons, but there really is no justification for allocating resources, that so some people have to wait longer than others. I would like to see some laws in place that say, whatever we do of voter resource allocation should be done in a way that everybody in the state waits about the same amount of time to load on average.
0: Gerard, thanks very much for your time. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.